All right, so that's synced up. Synced so up. we're in sync. In sync might be on hot ones. Oh yeah. Mm. So all of them. Uh, yeah. They, they oh. might be the season premiere because they put out a thing with like five chairs and people immediately were like, in sync. And it's like, <laughs> that's a big conclusion to jump to. Or just like a really big fat guy who needs five chairs to sit. Um, so uh, we're, we're actually switching up the format of the podcast a little bit. We are today. Um, which we're going to decide on a weekly basis whether or not we want to do this all the time. Yeah. But um, we have, let me see the list. We have all of these things that we want to talk about. Um there's a lot that Rick came up with a bunch of ideas, but also like it, it seems kind of counterintuitive for us to um, yeah. not just start talking about stuff and see where that goes. Uh, yeah. That's usually how the conversations work anyways. Yeah. So we're going to try that. We're going to try that format for a little while. We're going to be shooting the shit. Shooting the shit. Yeah. In the local parlance. Yeah. That's, um, that's what we're going to be doing. And uh, the whole uh, point of it is that, you know, we're just trying to, put ourselves out there yeah uh have conversations and see where it goes see where it goes so um before we started um we were we were talking about some stuff that i'll just we'll just continue into that and um yeah, yeah. but this is still don't start me talking a podcast and uh i'm benny williams i'm rick owens and so uh here we go i guess yeah um, It's raining today. It is raining today, which should be better on the light because the last episode was real washed out and it bugged me. Um, you know, you know, a conversation starts out great when it starts with the weather. <laughs> yeah, of course, it's the classic conversation starter. Yeah. Well, it is raining today. It was raining yesterday. It might rain tomorrow. You know, it is. Jeez. Pretty much. The creek down the road is going to overflow again. You know, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> and you're in the spot for it too with the harbor right there. Yeah, we are. Um, but. You know, uh, yeah, that's a great place to start. I was um, talking about a uh, a movie that I came across because I I kind of got grandfathered into a like scam account for uh, HBO Max. I bought it through Plus Play on Verizon, and then I canceled it. But they have not canceled it because Verizon isn't talking yeah. to HBO Max real good. I don't care if you're with HBO Max and you see this and you're like, oh, find his account, shut it down. Do it. Do I watched, it. I watched all of How To with John Wilson. I watched all of Winning Time. I watched all of The Righteous Gemstones, like, the night they premiered, even though I wasn't paying. It's a great show. It, yeah, which is a great show. Great show. So uh, if you want to take it now, I got all that you got. Fucking take it. We, until we, next year when the, the strikes start up, and, uh, I mean, the strikes shut down and, and Hollywood starts up again, you got nothing to offer me. You, you move True Detective. I, like, what have I got to watch on fucking Max? You took that content, and you just... Rang it out. Oh it's yeah, for everything you could get out. Of yes, it. Yeah. which is um, you know, it's a big problem in this this streaming age that they just they they try to shove so much in front of your face that you're like, oh, I'll buy that, yeah. and then as soon as you get into the service, they start taking stuff away. Yeah, and uh, HBO has been the worst for that. I mean, the Harry Potter movies at one point left the service and then came back. All the DC stuff is not on there. They've mm. literally delisted some stuff that like just cartoons and things that they shouldn't. So. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm starved for content on this platform. There's, like, nothing on there. HBO, do you hate money? I guess they do. Do you? Uh, although they made a lot with, because um, that's, isn't that Warner? HBO Warner? I don't know. Warner Max? Warner? Warner, War Warner I, Brothers. Warner Brothers. They just see, had Barbie. If you see a cop, Warner Brothers. Bill, billion Dollar Barbie. Yeah. Um, 
billion dollar baby. Um, so yeah, unfortunately, like I, I have nothing to watch on there. So I watched this movie because it came up and I was like, well, I have to watch that. And it was called somebody had to be Benny or someone had to be Benny. It's one of those two. It was a part of a show. It was an anthology series. Every week was a different episode, different cast. Yeah. And this week was based on the story of a kid named Benny. His name is like Benito, very Italian name. And um, I started watching it just based on the title. Didn't pay attention to the plot. Yeah. Benny has a liver condition, and he's like 10. Oh. And he's dying. He has a year to live. And the doctors sit down with his mom, and they're like, yeah, so um, obviously uh, the transplant didn't take. He already has, like, this kid has a big scar, uh, like, in the doctor's office. And yeah. Stuff. It's like, obviously the transplant didn't take, so we're going to have to try and get him another transplant. And that's, um, you know, maybe he'll have another, uh, another year. 50-50 shot. And the mom's like, you're, you're asking me to tell my son that, like, he's going to have to be operated on again. And it's a 50-50 shot. And they're like, yeah. yeah. I mean, he could have another whole year. Doctor's like, yeah. And so the kid is just like, no. Like, I, I'll die. You know, it's cool. Yeah. And the hospital, like, took him away from his mom, um, got the parental rights questioned and stuff. It's about a court case where this kid is trying to prove autonomy over his own body. Kind of hmm. like that um, My Sister's Keeper movie with uh, maybe Abigail Breslin. It was one of those one yeah. of those child stars, either her or Chloe Grace Moretz. But I never saw it. But yeah. it's about a, a daughter who has a terminally ill sister. And the parents are like, oh, great, like fresh kidney, yeah. whatever. And the, the daughter with the kidney is like, no, and goes to a lawyer and is like, I want to sue my parents for the right to my own body. Yeah. So it's kind of like the proto version of that, but it was a real case. And, um, I, you know, I guess the title's right. Somebody had to be Benny. Somebody had to be him. I don't I don't watch... Standing up for kids' rights. I, I don't watch a lot of those movies. I've never watched any of those. They're like a bummer. Oh, dude, totally. It was like a 1990s... Yeah. Um, it, it, I believe, took place between 92 and 94, but it was like 96. And it was like a, a after-school special mm. caliber of movie. Like, not no, great... No, no. I didn't see any names that I knew or any faces that I knew, but um, I stopped watching it because I was like, this is, this is sad. This is really fucking sad. And I think that it ended with he, you know, he died. I'm pretty sure that's how it ends. So I was like, I don't want to watch this. Like poor Benny. He's he's been through enough. You're feeling it. And it's like, you know, I don't need to watch uh, daytime specials about kids dying because I see enough of that in my basement. I'm kidding. It's not true. I'm kidding. I don't want to. It's more of a crawl space in the basement. I don't want them to come after me. But, um, you know, there's a lot of great stuff that I have watched recently. Um, I thought uh, this happened last night. Mm. So if you're watching the podcast uh, three days ago and um, really freaked me out, uh, the winning time finale, which I I told you about this a little bit in the car. Yeah. Winning time is based on a book called like winning time the rise of the los angeles lakers dynasty or something and um it's about magic johnson and uh kareem abdul jabbar the other players on the team a guy named pat riley who was the the coach at that time um who like starts as the assistant coach works his way up all this drama jerry buss and like you know all the crap that he did that almost tanked the whole team season two was kind of like middling Mm. and then last night i'm watching the show and i start looking through reddit as i'm watching because i'm getting bored and um they're like, oh, Winning Time has been canceled by HBO. It's like, it's two seasons in to yeah. a show that's clearly supposed to be like five, six seasons. It was supposed to go for a long time because they were going to get all the way to Shaq and Kobe. And um, 
Which is like what people would want. Yeah. They want Kobe and they want Shaq. Right. Uh, well, Magic and uh, and Larry Bird and everything happening between them and the Celtics yeah, is yeah, really that, interesting yeah, for like, a season. Yeah. You do a season where every every episode is like a season of the game yeah. and how things change and how the relationships change and stuff like that. You do that for a season, then you move on to the next era of like the 90s. And you do the 90s era up to Shaq and Kobe. You start in 91, you start with Magic Johnson season two coming out as HIV positive mm. and everything that happens beyond that. And then you move beyond that point with the team to the next thing and you keep going. You make it an anthology where every season's 10 years-ish. Well, that would be reasonable. Right. Um, but they didn't do that. They focused on like too much of the petty lifestyle stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, Magic Johnson sleeps around a lot, but he's in love with Cookie, who's been his wife for 32 years, as we learned from the end. But the, the series ends with the Lakers lose to the, the Celtics. And the the series is from the point of view of the Lakers. So it's a bummer of an ending if you've been watching the mm. series. And then Jerry Buss and his daughter are sitting in the middle of the floor at the Forum, which is the Lakers arena at the time. And um, maybe still, I don't know. But they um, are like, you know, we fucking own it. Yeah, we fucking own this. Yeah, this is great. And then um, it cuts to like a bunch of pictures of the cast of the show recreating like iconic photos, I think. And it's just like Magic Johnson had AIDS and, or, uh, you know, HIV positive in 1991. It went on, blah, 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 blah. Larry Bird was the first person to call him or something like that. And like all this, you know, yeah. all this inside basketball shit that you don't. You don't really need to know or care about. It's like, um, like uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar did blah, blah, blah. Uh, the next two series that the Lakers played, they won against the Celtics. But, like, the series ended on a loss. And they were clearly going to go through and do those next two victories. Yeah. And, like, show how they became, by the end of the 80s, it was either the Celtics or the Lakers. Celtics or the Lakers. Every every game uh, in the championship was a Celtics or Lakers game. Um, that's amazing. But it undercuts the whole series. They they completely cut it off at the knees. HBO is doing this all over the place. And um, it was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Because it was seven episodes in HBO series that are like ten. Hmm. They cut down the episode order and then they tacked on this like Animal House ending with all the photos. And it's like, what? Who is this for? <laughs> well, first, who is this for? Second of all, like, what am I supposed to do now? Because yeah. like, there's nothing else on. So Wikipedia, who won? Wait for the last episode of Harley Quinn or whatever. I think that maybe that already came out and it wasn't very good. Yeah, I don't know. The The show is good. I didn't think the last episode was very good. I, I wish. I, I really mean this. I don't mean it like a snarky. It's not like a, hey, gotcha. I wish I gave a Frenchman's fuck <laughs> about, about sports. any sports. Yeah. That's like a, a any giant sports. black spot for you. Yeah. But I think part of that is like you grew up around the country. Yeah. And it's like, well, who the fuck do you root for for one? Well, yeah, because I I, I I do like follow the Kansas City Chiefs, but like. I, I, you I, do? I haven't watched the game. I didn't know that. I haven't watched the game in like, but like that was the. That was the team when you were in Kansas. Yeah. 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 So yeah. like. It, no, for sure. Why do. Yeah. My, my relationship with sports is just, I grew up with fucking Tom Brady. Uh, like yeah. we're 30 miles south of Boston, whatever it is. Yeah. Grew up with Brady and, and every year was like this magnificent. It was either a win or we got to the Super Bowl or it was just a shit year. We didn't yeah. care. And in those years we had like other sp like, so I was never a big fan of the uh, Boston Bruins, mm. but I loved seeing Providence Bruins games as a kid. I can watch a Bruins game. I can enjoy myself watching a Bruins game. I've gone to, and this was when I was younger, I've gone to Paw Sox games. They're oh, yeah. They're not the Paw Sox anymore. They're like the... They, they the they're the Woonsocket Red Sox, and they're yeah. the Woo Sox. They're, they're 
logo icon guy is a smiley face. It's like an emoji. And I, it's just paws and socks were a great idea. Yeah. Um, for those of you not from Rhode Island, the Pawtucket Red Sox, when they were still that, was a minor league team. They'd give you free tickets at your school, and the, the deal was like, oh, you, you get in for free. Your parents pay. And, that, you know, yeah, yeah. They'd, they'd get you in the door that way. Kind of like the uh, Feinstein IMAX tickets. Mm. Same thing. And, um, you know, you have to buy concessions and everything else for the kids because, oh, no, no, i got to buy a baseball, well, you got to sit there for I fucking hat, seven daddy. hours. It's like, yeah. I, I could never, like... Well, that's why they put in the seventh inning stretch. So you're Jeez. not sitting for seven hours. You sit for four and a half and then you get up. Um, <laughs> no, I just, you know. Um, but it was a fun thing. They did fireworks every week. I used to live really close over there. So the whole neighborhood would benefit from the fireworks and everything. Yeah. And then the state and the team tried to come to an agreement and the team was just asking for way too much. I, from everything that I've read, the people on the side of, of the state of Rhode Island were like, we're not pouring money into a minor league baseball team like we're just not going to do that yeah. so now they're closing down uh, mccoy stadium the team sold themselves to Winsocket, so they're up in Winsocket as the woo socks and let me tell you something if you thought Pawtucket was grimy dirty city go walk around with fucking uh Winsocket. it's not Winsocket. wait a minute it's worcester 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 the Worcester Red Sox. Woodsocket's another town in Rhode Island that's also got a bad reputation. But yeah, for a right reason. Worcester, Mass, which is uh, spelled Worcester. Yeah. Um, Worcester, Mass is known for a club called the Palladium. And I went to the Palladium to see Coheed and Cambria, the Deer Hunter, not Deer Hunter, the Deer Hunter, and um, a band called Three that was there that was really good. And um, that place is just a classic shithole. I mean, like, the seats are ripped out on the top floor. Mm. Um, the, it's piss everywhere. It just smells like piss everywhere. Yeah. I haven't been there in 10 years, so maybe they renovated. But it was like, when you walked in, you immediately were like, this is a perfect rock club. It's like it's, it's like if a like a classic 20th century theater, like a, a an opera theater, yeah. was overrun by rock and roll assholes. Yeah. That's what it looks like. And it was like, that's it. It says that on our side. That's what that town is known for. Hmm. Worcester. So the Woo Sox are in Worcester, Rhode Island, not one socket. Sorry, uh, Worcester, Massachusetts, not even Rhode Island. Jesus, yeah. I am fucking up. They left. Yeah, left us high and dry. So the uh, Woo Sox are in Worcester, Massachusetts, shithole town. Hmm. Nobody likes. They put them in this um, position where like they're losing a shitload of money, the, the town and the team. Yeah. So they they ended up not doing any benefit to themselves by leaving Pawtucket. And now McCoy Stadium, which is uh, the home of history's uh, longest baseball game. It was like 36 innings. It was played over the course of like a year. It was them and I feel like it was the Detroit Red Wings or something, but I don't think that was their name. It, it was a uh, it was them and the other team that they were playing. And they went to their stadium. They came back to McCoy. They went back to their stadium, went back to McCoy because it was a tie. And baseball can't end in a tie. Mm -hmm. So they keep going until somebody gets one. And then somebody would get one. And it's like, yes. That's the top of the inning. In the bottom, the other guy would get one. It's like, ah. yeah, yeah. So it was like 34 innings, and a baseball game is nine. So it was months that they waited until the end of this game. McCoy Stadium is home to that, and now it's just closed. It doesn't. They don't do baseball anymore. They're going to tear it down and build a soccer stadium. It's always good when your town or stadium is known for like just wasting time. Pretty much. That's like. It's been two, three years now since the uh, Woo Sox happened. 
And yeah. um, paws like and that. socks were two polar bears, which is the point I was trying to get around to. It was a great idea. They're, you know, Rhode Island gets cold. Polar bears, great mascot. Yeah. Paws is the boy. Socks is the girl. Perfect. Yeah. It's the Mickey and Minnie of Rhode Island. They, they'd go around, they, you know, big polar bear suits. And they were fun. Yeah. You know, you got two bears rolling around. That, that's more fun than a monster. Yeah. Most of them are monsters. It's like a polar bear wearing a red shirt. Looks yeah. like Winnie the Pooh a little bit. It was kind of like um, Benny the Bull for the Chicago Bulls. Mm. Kind of like that. Yeah. Kind of. He'd like have good. it like a t-shirt gun. He'd like shoot it into the yeah, like into the rafters. Good, good ideas, good stuff. And not to say that I don't like the green monster because the green monster is basically just a big muppet. Yeah, you know I, I enjoy muppets. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's a bummer that the the deal didn't work out and stuff. But it's just one more thing to tack onto the pile of like fucking Gina Raimondo and like. <laughs> it, but it's not really her fault. Like that one in particular, not her fault. That was purely a. Well, we're the team. We want more money. And the state was like, there's no upside to it for us anymore. Like, it's not generating any revenue. Yeah. It's not bringing in tourists. Like, it's dying. The team was like, we want more money. And the government was like, all right, I see you. Counter offer? No. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and the, the people in, in Worcester, uh, closer to Boston, so it makes more sense to have a Red Sox team up there anyways. Yeah. And they were like, okay, we'll do that. And they did. And it was a mistake. So, um, but yeah, um, other than the Bruins, the Celtics and the Red Sox, I don't really care about most sports, anything, or I'm sorry, not even the Red Sox, the Patriots. I don't care about the Red Sox at all. Yeah. Um, I don't care about sports, anything until it's the finals. Like I just don't, I've been watching the Patriots lose this season and I'm just disappointed every game. So I'm like, why do I do this to myself? Like I, I sit through and I watch and I'm just like. I see the opening that you guys have, and then you don't take it. And I'm like, okay, but I'm not the coach. I'm not the player. I can't yeah. make any impact on this. It's just frustrating to see people who are now, to us, at like 30 and 32, kids. Yeah. Like, people like people get with sports, they're like, like oh, they, they lost, but when they win, they're like, we won. It's like, you didn't play, dude. Yeah. What? I only really like combat sports because I, I do one, right? And, like, yeah. I see, like, there's something more to me in combat sports because there's real fucking consequences. Right. There's, like, stakes. Uh, I will yeah. say there are real consequences to any sport because um, yeah, Aaron Rodgers but... tore his ACL. He's out for the season, and that's, like, a big deal. He just yeah, went to the Jets. But it's it's more extreme. Depends. Because did you see the the guy in the uh, Bills who got knocked into like a coma? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he had like a bad heart attack. He, mm. he got hit on the field, stood up, and then like fell. And he's Ooh. back on the, the field too. I can't remember his name, but I'm glad that he's okay. Yeah. But, you know, stuff happens, in, in especially in football. If you want to see some like real injuries, yeah. a, a guy, 300 pounds, charging at you full speed, hits you with a plastic helmet right in your stomach. Between your ribs and your stomach, yeah. Just boom. Um, you got pads, but you can't you can't protect against everything. So you see oh, some right. brutal stuff. I mean, it's just it it's it's very uh, like like especially with grappling, it, it's so like because in in other sports and other like baseball and soccer and like football, you can be losing and then like come back. You know what I mean and win, but in like a, a combat sport. It's a lot more like if you're getting fucked up, 
you have a chance. Everyone has a puncher's chance. You know, person A does something wrong, but it's like yeah, combat sports is like you're playing a game of chess. But the first guy to make the first move then gets to go again, and then you have to like you, you know. It's... See, I've I've never been into any sort of fighting except for WWE when I was a kid. Yeah. But I've never been into any sort of fighting stuff until too late, basically, yeah. because I was in. I think I was at Full Sail when I realized what the appeal of UFC is. Not just like oh, it's cool to see people fight. It's two people who are considered masters of that style of fighting. Yeah. Going up against each other with competing fighting styles and having to figure out how do I counter their move with yeah. my block? Like, yeah. how does that work? What's that dynamic? And that that is like the chess mas- uh, match that you're watching. The and chess then, match. And then that shit you're just watching. happens where you'll be like, someone will do something like fucking stupid and win. And yeah. you're like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, 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 totally. Like, like what? Like a flying knee off the cage or yeah, some yeah, shit yeah. like that, you know? And you're like, oh, cool. Well, that stuff, it keeps it interesting because then it's unpredictable. And yeah. that's what's interesting, you know, to people. I, I think that um, with sports, it becomes kind of formulaic of like you're watching basketball and it's like, okay, you can only shoot the ball in so many ways. Yeah. You can alley-oop, send it to a guy on your team, they, they slam dunk it. You can slam dunk it. You can lay up. You can do a two-point shot, three-point shot, yeah. jump shot, um, hook shot. There's there's a bunch of variety in how you do those things, but at the end of the day, it's just You're how do I get clear? Yeah, how yeah. do I get clear and make a basket? Football, a lot of variety. I mean, like a ton of variety in what they do. Yeah. Baseball, no variety. There's no there's nothing in baseball that would ever impress me anymore because I've seen a really good fully loaded home run, and that's all I need to see. Yeah. That's the best thing you can see in baseball. Or even better than that is somebody fucks up, all the bases are loaded, and all four of them get out. Yeah. Those are amazing. Like a, a quadruple play or a grand play. I don't know what you even call that. I if if the, guy, if the bases are loaded and the guy hits it right to fucking, like, bounces off the ground and hits third base, and the third baseman throws it to home, gets that guy out, the guy throws it to third, throws it to second, throws it to first. Mm. And it goes that fast. Yeah. That's, but you never see that because it's always like a bunch of clowns rolling around in the grass. Yeah. So I, I've never been super into baseball. It's, it's like, I, I have fun at the games, hmm. but like, it's fucking boring, dude. Yeah. Just well, to me. So I, people ho- love hockey. It. Hockey I can get into because hockey is kind of like baseball. There's not a ton of variety in it. Yeah. But it's brutal. Yeah. And they fight. They let them fight. They fight. That's great. They do uh, like these moves on each other that could kill you yes yeah. it's incredible to me that they even allow it to happen mm. but i understand the appeal i am not into um any of the any of the sports that do series where mm. it's like six games five games seven games baseball basketball ho- hockey can't stand that yeah just do one game what are you gonna find out after seven you know yeah like oh now our guys are real tired <laughs> um i'll tell you what I would I would watch hockey if they did the same amount of games, but it's a different team every night. They do seven games in in the series or whatever. Cut that into seven separate games. Have the have the season in like a quarter of the time. Not yeah. even. But um, did you yeah. do sports in school or like? I started I you did out as a kid as a very very little kid. My brother Tom did t ball. I followed him into that, and then it stopped. Um, there were two reasons. One. 
we did Boy Scouts and Boy Scouts interfered with all of that. And I, to this day, am resentful of the fact that I had to do fucking Cub Scouts and Boy Scouts instead because it didn't work out for me and I didn't like it. Yeah. Um, but uh, you did Boy sports. Scouts unmolested. Yeah, which is a, a thing that we've talked about, too. I'll, I'll get back around to that. But um, yeah, I, I, nothing untoward happened in Boy Scouts to me. It was just bullying, just straight up. The lady doth protest too much, methinks. Yeah, that's getting cut. <laughs> um, no, no, I just, I don't know. It, it wasn't, nothing sexual ever happened to me. So it was just like, eh, you know, whatever. I was just regular bullied for being like, oh, you're annoying and you're the little brother of these other two guys we know. And they pick on you, so we're going to pick on you. So we're going to do it too. Pretty much. Yeah. So... And you're out there, like, painting, like, fucking pine cones and shit? Yeah. <laughs> so we did T-Ball for, like, a couple of years. I had a shirt that was the Ice Cream Factory, which used to be that Nana's Gelato place or whatever. Maybe mm. it's a clam shack now. I don't even remember. Um, but uh, a place called the Ice Cream Factory in North Kingstown. And uh, I used to love it. I used to love going and playing the games and stuff. And then it just stopped. And uh, I never did sports again. I tried to try out for the basketball team. I think yeah. I talked about that on the podcast. Yeah, I? you did. Yep. Um, I tried out for the basketball team in, in in jeans. Yeah, in like seventh or eighth grade, and they were like, you know, nah. the other the other guys on the team were just such assholes about me wearing jeans that I was yeah. like, I don't feel like dealing with this. I don't want to deal with this all the time. And I was doing well. I, hmm. You know, like I said, I, I used to like sink three pointers and jump shots and shit all the time. I had no problem with any of that stuff. I had no problem getting around somebody and getting the shot off. Yeah. Um, no problem with passing. None of that. I could have done it all, and they didn't want me. So I was like, fuck it. But I, um, I, I didn't do any sports outside of that. You? When I was very young, I was in t-ball and like soccer and um, like I was never very good at it. Mm. Like I'm just in the outfield, like looking at flowers and shit. Just like when do I go home? Yeah, yeah. Are we getting pizza at the end of this? Like they do in that commercial for the. So it, I think it's the first Ninja Turtles movie. There's a Pizza Hut commercial. On that VHS tape, it's burned into my memory. Oh. And, like, the kid hits the, a pop fly, whatever, catches it. It's, like, this corny song in it. And they go to Pizza Hut. That never fucking happened for me. Yeah. that That's another thing. Like, we... I, I feel like um, part of the problem with our generation is that we, we grew up in a time where the TV made life seem so good. And, yes, like, yeah. average life... I know a lot of people who, like, still to this day can't get it through their head that like their life isn't a TV show and that stuff just doesn't work out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's like, dude, like, you're 30. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. It, it's, um, we were kind of fed this idea also like, and I think Nickelodeon and Disney channel are a huge part of this, but, um, we were fed this idea that like, Oh, a kid should be independent yeah. and that like, Oh, a kid living on their own, like iCarly, Oh, that's totally fine. And yeah. um, Arnold from Hey Arnold has this awesome bedroom that like no kid ever had. No. It, like the most incredible bedroom you've ever seen in your life, except for the fact that he would be sunburned like 24 hours a day. Yeah. Um, in New York. Well, in, not New York, actually. Well, it's, it's like, like a city in Washington. It's like Seattle mixed with New York mixed with like... It, it, yeah, it's an, it's an amalgam of a lot of different yeah. uh, ideas, but... But like, yeah, he'd be up at the top in a shitty like... Uh, what was it like a boarding house? Yeah. Oh yeah. And he's got the top and they apartment. They don't have ACs. Yeah, yeah. You know. 
Um, there are episodes floor. about it being shitty and hot in that city, yeah, too. and cold. The same episode. Hot day and cold day. Mm-hmm. Hate the snow. I hate, I hate the, the snow. snow. I hate the rain, and I hate the sleep. I just found out who did the voice of that guy, and I cannot remember for the life of me. Doesn't matter. Um, but, but yeah. Uh, I also played, uh, like, one day of football. Because my dad was a big football guy, a big basketball sure. guy. He's 6'3", like, 200-plus yeah, yeah, yeah. pounds at the time, so, like... Uh, I was a kid and I went to one practice and I got tossed up in the air because like from middle school into like high school, I say is where you reach your height, right? Yeah. Oh, but yeah. some kids go big early. Right. Some, some kids get it sixth, seventh grade. Other kids don't get it until like 10th. Yeah. But like, this was like middle school and this kid was like five, nine, which sure. is big for like a yeah, for 12 year old kids. or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So he hit me, and I went flying in the air. I remember going, like, spinning in the air, upside down. I'm like, this isn't for me. Yeah, Bam. just immediately. Like, mm-mm. Yeah, I was like, I like video games. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. My, my relationship with sports was always weird because, like, uh, the other thing, at our school, at NK, we lost every homecoming game we ever had. We Like, there there's just a laundry list of, like, this didn't work out. That didn't work out. That didn't work out. That didn't work out. We're just like all of our teams kind of sucked except for wrestling yeah. from what I understood. Um, I had no interest in grappling of any kind. Just it, I'm not into the idea of getting that close to a person unless I'm trying to like kill them. Yeah. And I don't want to, you know, I don't want to do wrestling. Like, yeah. It just seemed shitty. It, like also Kurt Angle really poisoned the well on wrestling for me because Kurt Angle was a real wrestler and he was also a villain. Yeah. And it just painted this idea in my head of like, oh, wrestling sucks. He won a gold medal with a broken freaking neck. Yeah. It's it, true. He did it. His accomplishments on their own. Yeah. Fine. He's Good old terrible angle. character. Yes. Terrible character. Looked but, like uh, a thumb at the end. He did. I remember him when he had hair. He looked kind of... Uh, he looked like a person. Yeah, he looked beefed up, but he looked weird. Then he just looked like a thumb. Devolved into a chimp. And yeah. his neck is huge. Because it, it was broken, but his arms are tiny because the nerves to his uh, from his neck to his, to his arms made them like atrophy. So that he still looks like Jesus. Very weird. Yeah, um, that can happen. I'm trying to think. Uh, like outside of all that stuff, though, uh, there was like tennis and golf in high school, and I was like, eh, I'm not doing this. I played there golf a couple times. Sailing in high school, I didn't do that. Um, fucking. I wish I I wish I had the money to be on the sailing team. Because it just seemed like one of those things that I never even heard about the tryouts for sailing. That was another thing. It felt like all the rich kids had this network of like, oh, here's where the tryouts are. Here's where they yeah. when they are and this and that. And that information was not just readily given out to the rest of us. So like I'd find out like, oh, these people spent all summer on the tennis team. Like we have a tennis team. Mm. I, like I would have played tennis. I don't care. I never had a problem playing any sports for fun. Oh. I just won't do it for, you know. Uh, what'd you do? Eyelash? So before this, uh, we started this recording, um, I was twisting this pepper to get the seeds out because it's dry and dead and I thought it was fun. And, uh, you know, uh, and then I touched my eye just now and it hurts a lot. We're not stopping. We're not the, cutting any of we're this. We're not cutting any, any we, of We don't have the time. Hot ones eat your heart out. Um, oh, let me see. Oh yeah, that's in there. Oh, 
Um, if you want to go, I'll just keep talking. No, no, I'm good. Flush it out. No, 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 no. This is my. This wound- is what I do. This with. is my wounded knee. I'm, I'm gonna go down. <laughs> God damn it! It hurts so bad. Go rinse it out. I don't care. No. I'll cut it out. I don't care. No. Okay. No. Okay. You want to keep going? Go okay, keep going. Thirty more minutes. You keep sure? going. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Go and tough it out. Ugh. Um. But yeah, so that that winning time thing though that that was um, it was a really shitty thing to do to all of your eyes. It it looks bad. It's um, pretty bad. All of a sudden, it's, uh, bad. it's like tearing up. So now it just looks like w- 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 I don't even want to say. <laughs> um, but what they did to winning time, I think, is indicative of like the strategy with HBO and everything they've been doing in the last couple of years. Yeah. It sucks, and like all that they're gonna learn from Barbie coming out is like, oh, people want more Barbie. And there, there will be three fucking sequels to Barbie. They'll be like, uh, they already did a gem in the. Uh, that was Hasbro, yeah, yeah they did yeah, that. They did that. I, I uh, was at that premiere for some reason. Alley's Donuts. Yep. Awful, awful movie. Molly Ringwald came back for that one. She shouldn't have. Um. So I, I remember playing like. A can lot I? Can of... I? Can I go off on? Oh, that? I thought you were done. I, no, no, no. I, I had. No, I had go ahead. Say. Yeah, well, go, Molly go right. Molly Ringwald plays the uh, adoptive mother of the four girls in Gem and the Holograms. Don't remember their names except for Gem. She's the main one. Um, the and they're all, character. they're bickering, they're arguing, blah, 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 blah. And then she comes into the room, Molly Ringwald, and she goes like, oh, and then they all go like, oh, oh, oh like, and they harmonize, like, oh, and everybody stops and they're like, wow, what a fun life we live. And I, I wanted to leave the theater, but I couldn't. I was It was a work obligation. You're like in between two people. You're like, oh, God. Yeah. We left that theater, my coworker and I, just laughing at each other. Just like, you sat through that movie. You sat through that movie. I was like, yeah. I hate. Hey, we got paid. <laughs> I hate when works, like jobs, obligate you to be somewhere outside of work. But that was paid. Uh, that yeah, was a then, paid day. Then okay. Then yeah. but I've been to ones where they're like, "Hey, everyone, we're getting together yeah, at straight up. blah blah blah, and you have to be there. It's mandatory." And you're like, "We're going to Snookers tonight. Ugh. It's half off Tuesdays." It's like, uh, "No, I'm not." And you're just like looking for something. Like maybe if I'm like, I quit a job because of that. Yeah. Did uh, I told you about the pyramid scheme I work for? Right. No. I worked for a pyramid scheme for a little while. It was, and when I say a little while, I mean like a week. And then I I wrote down everything, and I... Dude, it looks bad. Yeah, it hurt a lot. It was like straight capsaicin. Do, do one of these, where you pull the stuff off your eyelid in the, in the like, middle part. Right there? It's, uh, yeah, something like that. Anyways. Oh, God damn it. That hurt. This is Don't Start Me Talking. Um, okay, what was I saying, though? Uh, you worked for a pyramid scheme. I worked for a pyramid scheme in Providence for a week. No way. And yeah, um, it was in this nice building on Westminster Street. I went in. It was like this shabby office, but it wasn't too bad. And they started telling us what they do. And it's like you get two days of training and then they send you out with somebody. And if you do well enough, they send you out on your own after that. Yeah. And uh, it was clear that it was like, oh, if you do this well, this person makes this much money and then you make this much money. And because they mentored you, they make this much money. And it's just like siphoning people's money off of them because they're below you and taking yeah. the money on top. I've always had problems with just making money, figuring it out. I'm I'm it's very hard for me to be like 
I I need money for this thing that I have given you. Hmm. Like if I give somebody something and they're like, oh, it's, hey, you know, here's some money. It always feels like uh, I shouldn't be taking your money. And it's like a personal, I don't know, thing I got to get over. Yeah. But in particular, going to like some auto shop and talking this guy into a bunch of office supplies he doesn't need from a site that's going to mark them up like crazy and then taking a commission on top of that, it just felt dirty and wrong. And yeah. I get two days into the actual going out and doing stuff of the job and I go, I can't do this. So it's the first week I was there, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's Thursday. I called out sick. The guy who ran the place really liked me, but he made it clear, like, if you call out sick, we don't want you. And I called in, and I was like, listen, I woke up, and I just I, I feel awful. I, I, I don't want to let you down. Yeah. And, you know, I give him the whole, you know, the, the sick speech. And he's like, okay, um, look, uh, just come back on Friday, and uh, we'll – you know, it's fine. You did a really good job in the car. Because I did, I was in the car with the first guy, and then the next day I was in the car with him, and I impressed him. He, he's, we're driving, and he goes, uh, so, uh, what'd you think of that speech earlier? And I had told him that I just watched, um, Glengarry Glen Ross, and the speech where, uh, Alec Baldwin comes in, always be closing. Yeah. ABC, always be closing. And he gives him the whole speech like you, you know, they're down there at the the other, in, uh, you know, place where using these leads and only winners get leads and like all that kind of stuff. And it's like really riling up like a sales force. And he came in that morning and he's like, we're going to do this right. And like, you're going to get out there. You're going you're gonna to put people's names on these lists and blah, 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 like whatever the fucking thing. was. But he did it so aggressively and so shitty. And it was just uncomfortable for everybody in the room. People who knew him, people who didn't know him, because it's it's people like me, too, who are just showing up. Yeah. And um, it was so uncomfortable. And then he's driving and he's like, eh? So yeah. what'd you think? We're yeah. driving in this fucking Lexus. I'm like, yeah, whatever. We go into a few places. I do the spiel that you're supposed to do to start the sales and stuff like that. And he's like, you know, it's a breath of fresh air. Somebody like you comes in, learns the lines, you know, learns your script right away. And, uh, you know, so we, we were talking about stuff and he's like digging into my personal life. And so the next day I called out. The next, the next day was the one where I called out because I don't like when people build me up that high either because I'm not that great. I'm just not. And um, so then I realized what it was. I, I sat down and I really looked at it and I was like, I get 10 beans. You know, the person above me gets 20 beans on top of my 10. If I get somebody underneath me, I make 20 beans. They make 10. And I was like, this is a pyramid scheme. Yeah, that's all this is. It's just a pyramid scheme. And so I uh, went in the next day. I wasn't wearing the suit or anything at this point, I think. And I just went in and I said, look, man, I, I don't think that this is for me. I'm not going to do this. And uh, really sorry. And uh, he was just like, okay, well, you know, some things don't work out, whatever. And he got up and he was all like tense and mad. And I just, we were walking out. He's walking me out the door. And I go out the door and he goes into the bathroom. And all I can imagine is that he like locked the door to the bathroom, turned to the mirror and just went like, just like freaked yeah. out and then went back to his day and, and acted like nothing ever happened. Why is the trash can dented? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Like, wh why is the mirror broken? It's, it's there's broken glass in there. Oh, I don't know what happened. He's sitting there like on the on the like sitting backwards on the toilet. Just, yeah, he doesn't want to win. I want to win. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so I um yeah, I, I worked at a pyramid scheme and uh, 
it, like within a week I figured it out and I was like, no, I'm not doing this. Yeah. So um, I wrote down everything. I still have a book with everything that they talked about written down, how to find a gatekeeper and a key master at a business, what those things are. Gatekeeper is the person at the front door that goes up. Oh, you can't talk to the boss. And the key master is that boss. Key master has access to the funds, mm-hmm. uh, holds the key for the doors essentially. Yeah. Um, and then you find out all these rules about how to mess with people and how to get them to buy more stuff than they would actually buy. Uh, you you fill their head with this sense of urgency of like, oh, it looks like that toner is uh, running low. You know, if you got three, you'd save a lot more money than if you have to buy one in a pinch. Yeah. And like, you know, that kind of stuff. And I was good at it. And that's why I was like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, I'm, I can't I can't be this guy. I could be this guy. I can't be this guy. Yeah. Yeah. It could be, but you don't want to be. Right. You know? Right. It, it was such a skeezy scummy business too it was like quill office and business supplies um and we would sell for them and our biggest competition was who but wb mason um which i love that it's the guy's name is wb mason and they always put on top like who but wb mason Hmm. Uh, i saw one of those trucks in new hampshire or uh, new jersey when i went down to the secret stash jason bob and it freaked me out because i didn't realize they were a regional thing Hmm. i thought that they were just a um rhode island thing and uh anyways go into a business and they'd be like, we use Mason. And then you'd be like, okay, well then fuck you. And then yeah. you'd hit their door on the way out, and shatter the glass. And they'd be like, well, Hey, it's like, Oh, get Mason to fix it for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we would, you know, we, we would go around and we were just like these punks. Um, every person that was there was like somebody who couldn't get a job. Somebody was one of the weathermen from, uh, like NBC or CBS in town. And, um, it was his kid. And I was like, if the weatherman can't afford to get his kid into, like, school and get it, like, a good job, what is yeah. this? I, I had a degree by this point. Like, yeah. I, I had my degree by this point. I was trying to figure out what to do post-college. First job didn't work out, so I was, like, looking for stuff in between. That's one of the things I stumbled across, and it was the second worst job I've ever had. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, just a total waste of time. If, if you go to a place and you're, like, a door-to-door salesman... And they're like, oh, when you bring a friend to work under you, like, you'll make more money. It's a pyramid scheme. It's a pyramid scheme. Look into Herbalife. Look into uh, Cutco Knives. Cutco, yeah. Um, that was a big one in North Kingstown. I had a couple friends who did uh, Cutco. Yeah. They pitched it to them as like, oh, this is a scholarship fund for your... Yeah. And then they didn't pay them like they were supposed to. So, I don't know. Um, no way. Yeah, right? Um there was one kid in my class who was like really into that. There was another girl a year younger than me who was super into herbal life, had like a car and everything. Yeah. It's just a, a nightmare of a business. So well, we're going to screw you into a contract where you agreed legally to pay us this money. There's nothing yeah. you need to do to get out of it. Fuck you. Pay me. Pretty much. What's that one? It's the makeup. It was a door. Mary door. Kay. I think that was like, or, a... um, is it Mary Kay? I think it was Mary Kay. I think it's something K. I don't know if it's Mary, but I think it's Mary K. Yeah, Mar- Marie K. Marie. I I don't know. Um, I think it's Mary K. Yeah. But yeah, that's another big one. There was the, the Tupperware one. things back in the day. Oh, Tupperware parties, and like then you'd you know you'd have a fucking garage filled with Tupperware that you can't sell. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's the classic. It happens on an episode of King of the Hill, doesn't it? It happens on a bunch of shows where it's like, oh, now we're buying so much of the product because we think we're successful. And we're not successful at all. Mm-hmm. Like Gerald with the uh, watches. Yeah. Um, in Hey Arnold. You know. And uh, those shows were warning us about exactly this job. So when I got one, it took about a week. And then I was with a friend of ours, a mutual friend. And uh, just 
shooting the shit. Like, hey, let's mm. get coffee. We both live in Rhode Island. Haven't seen each other since, like, college. Like, might as well. Got coffee with this guy. And we're talking about, you know, what we've been doing and all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I'm still between jobs. I'm trying to figure it out. And he goes, um, yeah, I did this um, this this company. And he said the name of the company. And I was like, with with Rob? And he's like, yes. And I was like, I worked there for four days. He's like, you're kidding me. Mm. It took me three weeks. Because he same thing happened to him. They took him on like a trip to uh, Cape Cod to yeah. do sales. They um, also, this was the part that I got really uncomfortable with. And immediately I was like, no. He invited me, this guy Rob, I was living at home at the time. He invited me to live in the house next to his house, have like a room there and live in like a communal living situation with all the other salespeople and stuff. Oh. And I was like, no, like when I'm done with work, I'm done with work for the day. Like your fucking gladiators. If, if an emergency happens, my boss has to call me. That's totally fine. Yeah. I'll come in. I don't care. Yeah. But if I'm in the middle of drama with people my age who are living in this house that's provided to us by our boss, we are now living in an indentured servitude situation. And they're not the best people who work those jobs because nope. like, like As you I said, learned. they'll hire anybody. Yes. Like, literally anybody. Literally anybody. Yeah. Like the reason and that I think he was so impressed by, by me and everything that I was doing was because I had a degree... In writing, in literature, I, I did drama stuff. I did video editing stuff. So when it comes to like, oh, learn your lines, I'm usually pretty good at that. There's one occasion where I was really bad and I let one of my friends down in, in film school when he was doing like a directing thing. But it was it was honestly four people asked me to do stuff. Mm. And his his dialogue was written in a way that it didn't make logical sense as you were reading it. Yeah, And I couldn't, every time that the person said the line, I was supposed to pick up my next line. I only had one line. I couldn't remember any of the times and I was hmm. supposed to be playing like an idiot and I just kept fucking it up and then I'm laughing and stuff. He called me that night. This is a true story. Called me that night and said, uh, what the fuck are you doing? Like, do, do you want me to fail? Like, is that what you like? You just sabotaged my whole thing. I was helping you with yours. Like, what the fuck? And I, I had to talk him down for like an hour and a half and be like, dude, that's not how like we were cool after that. But I had to explain to him like I wasn't making fun of you. I wasn't trying to make yeah. fun of you or anything. Yeah. I just like, what do I, you know, what do I do? I yeah. can't remember everything. Fucking directors, and, um, man. You know, well, yeah, he wasn't a uh, director. That was the thing. Oh, it was just a directing class. Oh well, so yeah. He he has a, a, an entirely different set of skills that I do not have. That he is doing professionally right now. He can wipe. No camera. camera oh. Stuff. Yeah. Um, but when it came to like interacting with the talent getting together any of the production stuff he really had no interest in that but he when uh we did the short film that we did he was dp on that and all the shots look fantastic so can't argue with that right on. um and he's a good guy he's in philadelphia um haven't heard from him in a while but you know anyways mike if you're out there listening contact me what up mike um but uh yeah no he was justified in getting mad at me yeah i just you know uh wasn't taking it very seriously and then it in that moment, it was like, oh, yeah, he needs the footage so that he can edit it together. And now he can't. So, like, I, I fucked him over. Um, we, again, made up for it. We were friends until the end. He's a good guy. Yeah. Uh, hopefully we work together again. But um, let me see where are we at. We got like 10, 10 more minutes on this one. Um, I uh, think that the um, multi-level marketing scheme stuff. Yeah. It just sort of pushed me in the other direction where I was like, okay, 
if my degree that I have right now is not working for me, like I need to go and do something else yeah. because I, I got a bachelor's degree and then it was two contracts um, with, a, you know, big, uh, big company in the state. And then um, in between those two contracts was a multi-level marketing scheme, uh, being a direct support professional and Pizza Hut. And I hated all of those jobs. Like that whole mm. year for me of 2016 was an awful year. And then somehow I got another contract with that company. Went yeah. back with them. That ended unceremoniously three months later, four months later. And then it was like, I'm worth nothing to nobody. I can only take temp jobs. Mm. Nobody wants me. I've, I've tried marketing myself every which way. It doesn't work. So I went back to film school in the hopes that like maybe that'll be something. Like maybe that'll turn into something real and um i'll get connections there that i can i can get onto a set and start working and stuff and um that so far hasn't been the case and i've just been slaving away trying to get that done one day i will it'll happen it's gonna happen it's just you know gotta make it happen yeah. i've been working on writing a lot i wrote a whole script that you've read you did it was good um thank you and yeah uh, still some stuff to tweak still a little bit more just take to... the compliment huh well i appreciate it huh I, I do appreciate go. the compliment. And now we stop. Well, there's a few things <laughs> to fix and uh, some things that are out of uh, out of sorts with it that I've got to just go through. But for the most part, like when I got my formatting book out of storage and I was like, I got to go back through, do the the flashbacks, the montages, yeah. and fix them for the right format. They were pretty much in the right format already. And I just had to add like a little detail of like two dashes instead of one, hmm. like a dash and a space and a dash instead of one dash, stuff like that. Yeah, but... So. um. So uh, I never did like one of those uh, pyramid scheme jobs, but I did something that made me have that similar feeling. Mm. I, I worked a lot of retail up until about this past year. Yeah. And during 2020 was a big time because everybody mm -hmm. fucking quit or had to leave. And I was like, I need money. And so I stayed and they took me off my regular job, which was like um, stocking a food department and like keeping it pretty because mm -hmm. like that's a job. Put you on register, right? Put me on register. And then I had to be one of those guys that's like, oh, if you get the discount card, let me tell you, the discount card is going to save you money eventually. Is it going to save me money today? No, but... Yeah. You know, we have these deals, you know, and like I would sit there for like seven hours a day, stand there for seven hours a day, which side sidebar. Yeah. What are we doing? Companies. It's mostly old people and young people who are working as the register at these places. And you're yeah. you're going to tell me that like oh, a 70 year old woman who who's her social security isn't giving her enough to live on. Yeah. She has to get this job. She has no other option. Mm. And you're going to make her stand all fucking day? In her orthopedic oh, shoes? Oh, because people think it's uh, lazy if they see the cashier sitting down. It's no, like, they don't. No, most of us no, have been cashiers. Don't. And if I saw anybody with a chair at the at the yeah. checkout? Aldi. Yeah. Aldi gives right. some chairs. That's I, it. Yeah, I don't understand. Oops. Chair. That's why everything's so cheap at Aldi. And it's like, uh, yeah, they would give us like, you know, those uh, puzzle piece mats that you put together for like, uh, you know, you have like a pull-up machine or whatever yeah for the floor for the floor they, yeah they put that there and stand on it just assholes and that's like, what it is i would watch everyone around me like let's say if the goal for the day was to get like five signups for this card yeah i wouldn't like push people because that's a dick thing to do right right if someone says no that's i it. take that as no right right 
You would think. I don't. I don't go like you know back and forth. Well, you know, next week we're having our big sale, and unless you're a member, you'll still get the sale. But you know, it'll track your receipt for you, and it, like I'm not gonna do all that shit. Yeah. It's not worth your time like, or, or their time. Fuck that. And because also, the answer is already no. Also, this is 2020, so like yeah. everyone's <laughs> an asshole. Mm-hmm. There was two weeks in 2020, like I think it was like March into April, where everyone would come in and be like, oh, thank you so much for coming to work, you know. it's just, And then like after that two weeks, like 6... 01 a.m. Yeah, suddenly everyone just turned the into the asshole. What yeah. do you mean I can't buy three rolls of toilet paper? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean I can't? You know, da, 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 da. I'm like, I don't make. What was the thing you were telling me decisions. about the, the pool shock? The pool shock. Yeah. So this was in 2020, and this was on my edge. I've been on uh, like the edge of like committing violent crime. <laughs> um, I haven't done them. I'm joking there. Yet. I'm being facetious. Yep. But I've been on the edge of, like, considering it, violent crimes in uh, retail. And this particular fellow, we have a line out the door. Yeah. Right? And he's coming up with two bottles of pool shock. <laughs> Fine. Great. Shock your pool. It's green. You want it blue. Get it. Right? For sure. He comes up. I put in his thing. I'm ringing out all the stuff. And I go to bag the pool shock because it's store policy because... The lid on the shock has to be aerated so air can escape. And if it tips over, it like uh, like will spill in your car. And pool shock in your car is not good. It stinks and it ruins the fabric and lining of your car or whatever. Sure. And this guy just threw a conniption fit. Not really like a fit like yelling and shit, but like just being shitty. Like, oh, what? you don't need to bag it. I'm like, it's store policy, man. I got to bag it. And I, I, I put it in the bag and I put it up there. And then he like goes... <sighs> And grabs it and puts it, like, slams it down on the counter in a bag. He's like, there, happy? And I did this face. <laughs> so not happy? And then he kind of, like, uh, uh, like you know, he caught, him, he, he, got, he caught himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, and I almost got fired. Listen, man, I don't care if you take the pool shock out there and chug it. Yeah. I don't care. I'm on the edge, as it is. Lady Gaga job. And I'm about to combust. Yeah. All right? And rightfully so in that situation, too. Yeah. Because it's like, dude, why? Why Why are you even... Why even get yeah. on you for that? Yeah. Take the bag, chug the shock, take the bag, put it over your head, <laughs> and sit in the car. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. In fact, we'd prefer it. I'd prefer, I, I, yeah, like if he did, if he did, good, right? Because if you're if you do that shit in the store to someone who's underpaid, and it's usually like you said, young people or older, right? People, who, it's it's people with no job experience or people who at this point in their life, yeah. don't have a lot of usefulness in a place where they they work on the computer. Yeah, so it's a lot of people who are boomer and above. Yeah, and it's a lot of people who are like. I don't know, uh, 20, 21, 22 and younger. Yeah. That's kind of the whole thing. If you're in the middle of that and you're working retail, God bless you. Like I was enraged. I was BRM, which is blood red mad. Yeah. Just sitting there shaking. And again, like all that you're doing is putting a thing in a bag so that it doesn't fall over. So, so I don't ruin his car. Mainly it was for me. So I don't get yelled at later. Because right. they, they'd be like, oh, you, someone walked out there with shock. 
why yep. didn't you bag it? I'm like, right. Yeah. You know, like it's tense as it is. And then I have to stand there and then another like a, a revolving yep. door of fuck asses and like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just shitheads. Yeah. Just townies coming in like. What? Totally. Hey, do you have this cereal that was discontinued 17 years ago? I bought it here one time. Right across the street from that place yeah. is the Marshalls. Mm. Marshalls is the only place I've ever walked in to get a job application. And instead of getting the job application, I walked right the fuck out. Mm. Because it was uh, 2008, 2009. I was trying to find my first job. I was in this GameStop all the time. Marshalls was right there. I applied to the GameStop. I go over to the Marshalls to get the application. And I'm standing in line. And I'm just, you know, waiting Mm. to go up. Two people in front of me. Old woman cuts right in front of me. And she's got stuff. I have nothing. She's got like a bunch of clothes and shit on hangers. And I'm just like, okay, I'm not going to tell this old lady, like, hey, I was here first. Whatever. Another one did it. And then another one did it. None of them even acknowledged that I was standing there, that I was in the line. Nothing. And I said, I'm not working for these cunts. And I left. That was it. I was yeah. like, I, I'm not working in a place where these people don't even have the common decency to understand how a line works. And this is they before don't. pandemic. This is like 2009. Yeah. Just assholes. And I was like, I'm not going to deal with fucking... I brought the coupon, and you said you honored competitive coupons. This is a Burlington coupon, but you said you'd honor it, right? And I'll be like, yeah. Okay, well, I just want to make sure, because you guys have screwed me before. I don't want to deal with those people. You'll never see people get more upset for getting what they want. Oh, yeah. Than than retail. In retail. Yeah. Because I'd be there, and they... like, Especially in uh, 2020, it was like... We mm-hmm. had all these bullshit fucking things that were like, we have to have like, you know, six feet, blah, blah, blah. Right. Social distancing. Got to wear the mask. Got to have the, the. And then every fucking asshole wants to come up and have a political conversation with me mm-hmm. and be like, well, I don't see why you guys, you should change that. I'm like, okay, next time I'm in the fucking boardroom. Yeah. I'll slide it across the table, bud. Huh? Just. I'm making $12 an hour here. People looking to be mad for no reason other than to be mad. It makes you want to, like, leave and go into the parking lot and just randomly start cutting brake t- cables. I mean, I, I've i always been one for, um, I have, like, a really nice box cutter. Mm. I'd love to go slashing tires one day. I've never done it. Huh. Never done it yet. But I'd love. I'd love nothing more than to have just the perfect object to just slash tires. I'd love that. Yeah. All the time. Just, you know, indiscriminately. I'm not doing it because you were mean to me or because you ruined my day. I'm doing it because you exist and so do I. And who the fuck made that happen? Don't like it. But anyways, that's all the time we have time for. That's all the stories we have time for. Benny Williams. Rick Owens. LaPlante the Plant. LaPlante. Our buddy. Photosynthesizing. And uh, our non-sponsor Arizona Iced Tea. Yes. It's the green tea with uh, ginseng and honey. It's my favorite. And it's rotting my back tooth. And there's nothing I can do about that. So. And our real sponsor, uh, the crushing weight of existence. Please like and subscribe. Yes. All right, we got to do that again. You fucked up. You fucked it all up. It's your fucking face. Every fucking time. This next take, you better do it right. You better fucking do it right.